Well, thank you very much, uh, Hillary. I want to talk to you about Grip Six. You have worked hard for the money that you uh, you have, and if you're like me, you want every single dollar to go to something that is helping America. And there's things that you have to buy, and you want to buy. Uh, and can you buy a great product made here in America? Well, Grip Six is there. This is a company that started in a garage, um, actually as a favor to a friend. They were going to. Uh, he was looking for a new wallet or no new belt. And this friend had made this amazing belt. Uh, and he said, yeah, I'll make one for you. Before you knew it, it caught on. Now he's making belts. Then he was making really different and great wallets. Now they're in the sock business as well. Everything is made here in America. For instance, all the cotton grown by ranchers here in America. And then it's all culled by uh, Americans and then spun by Americans, made into socks by Americans, by America. Go to grip6.com slash Beck and save grip6.com slash Beck. Radio program begins in about 15 seconds. you sick freak welcome to the uh, program live from st george utah where our uh, blueprints of liberty uh the museum is happening we'll talk about that some of the people who have gone through it already this hour uh and travel i know i'm asking people to travel to st george to come see this museum but apparently travel is going to be a thing of the past and if you think i'm mad Wait until you hear the evidence that is now starting to trickle out into the mainstream. This time, uh, a propaganda piece against travel from The New Yorker. We go there next. First, let me tell you about LifeLock. If you think you're excited about new technologies, you're not going to believe how happy cyber criminals are. Uh, AI assistants are now being used to create authentic sounding messages and uh, contents used, used in phishing campaigns. Do you know that now AI only needs three seconds of your child's voice to be able to recreate your child's voice? If your kids are on social media and they're putting videos up of them, this is the latest thing. They are now saying people are being kidnapped, etc., etc., and your kid will call you, Mom, I need help. And you'll do whatever they say because you think your daughter or your son has been kidnapped. Um, all kinds of things are happening now um, online, and people want to take what is yours. 
Cybercrime is a real problem, and nobody can stop it all because it's morphing all the time. But LifeLock by Norton, I think, is one of the best. Join LifeLock by Norton now and save up to 25% off your first year. We've used the promo code BECK. Call 1-800-LIFELOCK, 1-800-LIFELOCK, or LifeLock.com. Use the promo code BECK and save 25%. Let's say hello to uh, Stu. Good morning, Stu. How are you? Very well, Glenn. How are you? Oh, my gosh. Just fabulous. There's nothing like days and days of four hours of sleep to get somebody just focused. Yeah, because you, uh, you so and your could health could be an interesting show today. You and your health have been uh, known to be tip top, even with full nights of tip sleep. Top. So I'm sure oh, four yeah. hours is going yeah. really well. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but the museum opened yesterday. We put, I think, eleven hundred people through. Um, tickets are sold out. The great thing is, is that we are opening it up for more people because we can put more people in than we thought. We wanted to make sure that it wasn't too crowded. Uh, and it's really, really great. So if, if you want walk up tickets may be available, uh, or you can just go to United, we pledge, uh, org and get your tickets. We're here until July 4th. Uh, in St. George, uh, Utah. More on that coming up in just a second. As I was saying, travel is going to be a thing of the past. I was just in London and Scotland uh, two weeks ago, or we, I don't even know when. Time is just going by. Um, but I was there a couple of weeks ago, and my travel guy, my travel companion and, and travel agent, uh, he was giving us uh, tours. His name is Michael O'Fallon. He's amazing. And he does tours all around the world, usually for very large groups. And we were talking while, while we were going through, and he said, you know, the United Nations sustainable goals uh, are to make sure that we're not traveling anymore. And I said, what do you mean? Uh, and he said, you should see Europe now while you can. Again, what do you mean? He said, well, you know the carbon rules, and we're going to go to carbon zero. And we started talking about the sustainable goals that are in Europe, where cars, there will be no combustion engines, definitely for sale by 2035, no combustion engines on the road, period, by 2050. That's their goal, and we are locking ourselves into it. And what they're doing is they are actually um, uh, getting rid of any way to go back on this. For instance, everybody, you just use common sense. We don't make enough electricity to be able to have everybody to have an electric car. There's just, the power grid alone cannot handle it. We would have to redo the entire power grid for that kind of load. Good news, we're also getting rid of air conditioning, so maybe that will balance things out. Of course, then you'll get rid of the gas stoves and any gas-powered anything, natural gas, a gas heating. Um, this week in New York, they're now banning uh, uh, wood-fire ovens. So if you wanted a wood-fired pizza, sorry, not going to get it anymore. Bad for the environment. So we were talking about the air travel and the air travel uh, on the on the documents, and I tweeted it out last week. Maybe we can do it again. The sustainable development goals show that air travel. It's kind of a it's an interesting chart, and it shows 
things being diminished until they get to zero on some categories. Travel is one of them. There will be no travel unless it is mass travel on trains. Easier for uh, Europe, impossible for the United States. Um, But they are now closing or preparing to close uh, all airports except for Heathrow and Glasgow. So Gatwick's going to be closed. All of the other, I should say, all of the other public airports, I am sure the private airports will be open for the personal jets for the elite. So we're talking about this, and I said, what is it going to do to your industry? And he said, we're already being affected because you have to play along uh, or you, you aren't going to survive. And one of the things he's telling me that they're doing in these big conventions for, um, you know, travel agents and travel services is they are talking now about you got to get into the virtual reality space. You got to start doing that. Now, listen to this article. It just came out from The New Yorker. What is the most uh, uninformative statement that people are inclined to make? My nominee would be, I love to travel. That's uninformed? I love to travel. This tells you very little about a person because nearly everyone likes to travel. And yet people say it because for some reason they pride themselves both on having traveled and on the fact that they look forward to doing so. She's now this is the New Yorker, you know, the magazine with the cartoons, even the people who made the cartoons don't understand um, it's so she's she's talking to the elite group and she is setting the table now as a snob to say, you know, you think you're a snob because you like to travel. Oh, I was just over in Paris the other day. She's saying that shows that you're ignorant. You're kind of out of the cool kids club. The opposition team is small but articulate. Uh, and she goes through some, you know, G.K. Chesterton and uh, and uh, Emerson, et cetera, et cetera. She said, but there is a wonderful, wonderful hater of travel. The Portuguese writer Fernando uh, Pessoa, whose wonderful book, The Book of Disquiet, cackles with outrage. I abhor new ways of life in unfamiliar places. The idea of traveling nauseates me. Oh, let those who don't exist travel. Travel is for those who cannot feel. Only extreme poverty of the imagination justifies having to move around to feel. Are you kidding me? This is putting the entire idea. What what have they always said to us? Americans don't understand because they don't travel, because they're on the other side of of the earth from the continent where real culture is. Now they're telling now they're starting to lay the seeds that you're ignorant if you want to travel. My friend, uh, my friend wrote to me uh, as as I was noticing this article in The New Yorker, and uh, he said, told ya. And I'm like, yeah, I know. I know. I hate it when somebody is right on something so uh, dark. He said, uh, I read the article. She writes a poetic postmodern piece to provide some romantic notion that you shouldn't travel. He said, but Glenn, believe me, 
this will catch on and the area of sustainable travel and hyper real thing uh, travel experiences will begin. If you choose to visit London as opposed to saving the earth, you will have uh, a um, destructive boomer mentality. Soon, with ESG metrics in place, traveling will be considered harmful and sinful. And in the age of CBDC, central bank digital currency, penalized in many cases if the algorithm believes that you have traveled too much. Local airports are going to begin to shut down. Regional airports with far less capacity will become the norm. Train travel will be permitted as long as the trains are operating with net zero efficiency. Of course, none of this has to do with preserving the environment. It has everything to do with keeping you in your 15-minute city and in your fractured affinity-based autonomous zones. Remember those, Chaz from Seattle? This will eventually change as pressure from globalized interconnected states and regions put the squeeze on the utopian feudal communities so many seem to want to rush into it nowadays uh this doesn't end well as we uh as we break the spell and explain that nearly every travel oriented airline hotel cruise line rental car train corporation is now controlled by blackrock vanguard and state street and they are all in this and all of the companies they own are in it due to coercion millions of jobs will be lost in travel and uh, those who uh, have travel related industries if you're in the travel community you better speak up and better speak boldly if you're somebody who has benefited from travel you need to speak up and speak boldly most people think that this is crazy. And I am the first to tell you, it is. It is crazy. The people that are behind all of this are the global elites, and they are very out in the open. I'll tweet the documents out to you to show you this is a well-thought-out plan at governments of many levels and on many continents. We are one of them. Uh, and their intent is to create a feudal system. We're going back to the, to the road. We're on the road to serfdom, and we will be serfs. That's why you will own nothing. It's really important to understand why did America become the place everyone wanted to go? It's because people, I think we've overused the words liberty and freedom. They came here for opportunity, the opportunity that freedom and liberty provide. Liberty and freedom, you say those words and people are like, yeah, yeah, I know freedom, but we should shut those people up over there. No, we can't do that because that limits the opportunity for growth. You can't grow, if you're surrounded by like-minded people, you're gonna keep coming up with the same crap. And if you are part of a problem, you've created the problem, and all the people around you are saying the same thing and like-minded, you're never gonna be able to solve the problem. That's why opportunity exists for two reasons. One, people felt free to argue back and forth and say, no, I don't think that's the right road. You know what, I'm going on my own and I'm gonna build something better. That 
propelled us forward. The other thing is, for the first time in America, you could go someplace and you didn't need to be a member of a guild. You didn't need to be uh, a, a, a Freemason because you were a stonemason. You didn't need to have degrees. You didn't need to pass through someone else's portal who was filtering people. If you wanted to do it, you could do it. No matter who calls you crazy. Now, you might lose. You might end up losing everything. But you were willing to take that chance back in the day because it was the only place you could take a chance. And if you won, you got to keep the ideas and you got to keep the spoils. You had to hold the risk and you had to pay for it if you lost. But if you won, it was yours. That's why we never, that's why we, we, we had fire in caveman days and we were still cooking over fire when the founders showed up. And then what happened? We went from fire to moon travel in 150 years. Why? Because people were incentivized. They were incentivized, wait a minute, I have an idea. And they knew they could change their station, their life, and their family's life forever if they had a great idea and it worked. That's opportunity. That's what people want. We're going back to serfdom where our overlords will keep us on land and in buildings and in homes that we don't own. Back in just a minute. Uh, yesterday, I was wearing my slippers all day um, because they were actually um, just as comfortable uh, as my shoes in a really, really uncomfortable place. Downstairs where I am right now is the museum. It's 12,000 square feet of concrete floors. Also, we're at a higher altitude than I'm used to, and that causes inflammation. And then pounding on that floor all day for 18 hours the last four days, I could barely walk. Put my my slippers on yesterday. It was delightful. Delightful. My pillow sells them. And I have to tell you, I have a friend who is a slipper prepper. Uh, I talked to him about it. I said, I got to get some more of these because I want to make sure I can get them. And he said, oh, I'm a slipper prepper. And I said, what the hell is that? And he said, I'm afraid they'll stop making them. And so every quarter I buy the limit of slippers. I've got boxes of them. I'm like, you might have some issues that you should talk to a doctor about. But anyway, MyPillow, go to MyPillow.com. They have a massive closeout on sale right now with their famous slippers. Use the promo code BECK. You'll get the all-season slipper for 25 bucks. Really, really great. Usually $150. they are $25 right now. There is a limit of 10 for you preppers. Uh, but you can get them now at MyPillow.com. Promo code GLEN. 10 seconds, station ID. You know, Stu, the most insidious thing that I think our government is doing and the governments of the world is they are throwing around the words conspiracy theory. When you have the evidence of these organizations that are private-public partnerships with the governments of the world, 
and they are producing all of these documents and then they are they are explaining all of it out front with all of the politicians of the world and the most powerful richest people in the world to say that it is uh, a conspiracy theory just isn't good enough if you actually if you actually want to do these things you should be out in the open which they are but once people start talking about it they immediately say it's a conspiracy theory why do they do that they do that to buy time they know you're going to figure it out but they buy time uh it was larry fink i think a couple of days ago that was talking about esg and how it has been so politicized and now everybody's against it so i'm not talking about esg anymore I guarantee you what they're going to do is just change the name to, again, buy more time. People have got to pay attention and they've got to act when it's when it's early enough to make a difference. That's true. And I think part of the design of all of these plans is the knowledge that people will not pay attention. Right. I mean, sir, sure. Maybe people in this audience will pay attention. Maybe some people around the country will, but 90% will not. And when you have that knowledge going in, you know that you can probably get away with these things for a long time. I mean, how many times have we seen this pattern before where people, they, they, they launch these ideas, they, they launch them with great fanfare as if they're the most wonderful thing in the world. You will own mm-hmm. nothing was not said in a secret tape. Right, like that was said as something we should be looking forward to, a promotional ad Mm -hmm. for this future, and then it becomes Mm -hmm. a conspiracy theory, which seems impossible to pull off on people. But people are distracted; they don't, they have their their own set of problems going on in their lives, and many of them don't care at all to find out if these things are true. And you hear conspiracy theory, and people shy away; they want to get to the other side. But the bottom line, at the end of the day, this is a pattern that they've known to exploit, and they continue to do it over and over again. So here's the good news. I was talking to a guy who was former special forces um, here in St. George at the museum. And uh, he was a little depressed on things. You know, when are people going to wake up? And I said, you know, it was 20% of the population that was for the king. It was 20% of the population that was against the king and were with the founders. The rest were exactly like they are today. I don't know. Just leave me alone. I just want to go to work. Please just leave me alone. It takes a dedicated 20% of the population. The question is, are we dedicated to saving and preserving this republic and using our intelligence, not our guns or not our threats, but our intelligence to save the nation? I think we're almost there. The Glenn Beck Program. Let me tell you about Good Ranchers. There is a nasty rumor uh, floating around that uh, I don't ever work out. But, man, if this wasn't radio, you could see that I am just ripped. I work out so much. And I also need all that protein. I pump iron just about every day. Um, You know, depending, and it's about usually about 12 to 16 ounces. I put it on my spatula and I... I just lift that thing and then flip it over. And it's tremendous workout. And there's a bonus at the end. Burgers, steaks, chicken. It is all from Good Ranchers. Good Ranchers is a uh, an organization that um, I just love these guys. They are 
trying to do the right thing by getting you 100% American meat that's really, really good. Plus, they're locking in a price because inflation is going to go up and up. And the price of beef, look, I raise beef. Uh, the price of beef is going to go up. You can lock in your price right now at GoodRanchers.com. Use the promo code BECK and do a little workout. You know what I mean? Over the grill. Sure. GoodRanchers.com. Promo code BECK. You can see Glenn Beck and see if his workout stories are true at BlazeTV.com slash Glenn. The up. promo code is Glenn. So yesterday here in St. George, um, they are building something called Liberty Village and Liberty Village is this amazing idea uh, of building some of the building uh, the home of George Washington, Mount Vernon and Independence Hall and some of the important buildings around the founding. And not just as a museum piece, but actually as schoolrooms and uh, experiences that you can have to be able to um, promote the values and the principles that we are built on. We don't honestly, we don't need another flag park uh, where everybody's like, oh, it was so moving. It was the flag. No, we that would be great. Can we tie it to the principles most people don't know the reason why we're having so many problems now is because we violate all of the principles in the Bill of Rights. The Bill of Rights are trampled on every single day in America. So I'm here to try to help them raise money to to be able to build this amazing space, um, but also to um, bring people in, families, uh, and honestly, to find uh, uh, find the next generation and help them discover uh, America and her principles and, and her stories and uh, hopefully sear them into their mind and into their heart. I've had a couple of um, really amazing, they won't let me into the museum most of the time because they're like, you're going to clog things up. People will stop. And you're like a circus clown. And so I, I get to meet people sometimes after they've seen the museum. Uh, and uh, one of the people that went through it Sunday? No, Monday, Monday night, yesterday, uh, is uh, Spencer Rigby. How old are you? You're 17? Yes, I'm 17. 17 years old. And um, we just happened to meet uh, a friend of your parents, knows, um, you know, friends of mine. And so we had a chance to meet and... You told me your experience. I'd like you to tell the audience what what was that like, and what did you take from it? Okay. Um, so, really, my first impression with the museum was I just really loved it. Pretty much, there's so many different artifacts and things from history in there that you would never really see ever, and it was crazy. And I just love the story they told as like we were going through about how America was either founded on like a sturdy foundation of Christianity or on like just a really weak foundation of like just the principles of the world. And so like as they went through the tour, they were like they kept explaining stuff like that. Like they're like, here's some of the founding fathers Bibles and some b original Book of Mormons. 
and then here's some like vampire hunting kits. Yeah, it's like there is there is a um, we have the Bibles from King Louis, and I we should take them out um, so you can see them. They're gilded pages. So the King of France that was beheaded, he never cracked that book. Never. We have King George Book of Prayers. King George the Third, who we broke away from perfect condition he never opened that book and then you look at the pilgrims and you look at the founders and they are well worn the guy who stopped the um salem witch trials um mathers he was a preacher um it lasted 18 months here in america it lasted centuries in uh europe because there wasn't anyone like Mathers who was free to say what the truth was and knew the scriptures. And he went to uh, the guy who started the Salem witch trials and was the judge on it and said, I've been listening to your reasoning. You're misreading the scriptures. And we have his scriptures uh, downstairs, the Mathers scriptures. They were in uh, the, uh, library and then museum at Harvard for years. I don't know how we ended up with them, but um, we have them now to protect. I think it's probably because Harvard doesn't care about its history anymore. That's the guy who stopped the Salem uh, witch trials. What was the most impressive thing that you saw? Or the thing that made the biggest impact on you? I'd have to say probably the Normandy flag, actually, because wow. I really love flags. Like, because every flag tells a whole story behind it. It's like, it has a history. It's been places that has a story. And so seeing the Normandy flag, like how tattered it is, but yet it still stands with the, st the stars and stripes. It's just saying like, it's kind of like telling America. It's like, we've been through crap, but yet <laughs> we're still here. We're still standing strong and we're going to, we're going to shine bright. That is fantastic. Did you go through the, we have two names for it. Uh, some people call it room zero and others uh, call it the red pill room did you go through the eugenics room yes i did and what'd you think what'd it you was, learn it was crazy and a little disturbing but also interesting to learn about it's like the fact that people have done that to other people is bizarre and did you see any parallels to today maybe not you don't have to Maybe not. Um, not that I can think of at the moment. Okay. Um, uh, that's good that you went through it. I went through with a group of teenage girls uh, Sunday night as we tested it out, and I wanted to see. So we brought some teenage girls in with their moms, and I said, this is really a disturbing room, but I want you to go through it. And I watched them, and it was amazing to watch these girls. I took them through the entire museum, some of them I lost from time to time for just a few minutes. They were like, okay, boring. Um, and when they got to the red pill room, they read on the walls because it has, I wanted it to be with, without somebody taking you through. Uh, I wanted you to be able to go at your own pace and read everything. So the walls are covered with all of the information starting at uh, Charles Darwin. And, uh, ends in the Holocaust and uh, the girls would, they were reading all of them were reading every single word. And it was so fascinating to see because there are some disturbing things when they started getting closer to disturbing things, 
both girls with their moms, both of the girls that were related to the mom went right behind her, stood behind her shoulder and hung on to her arm like mom is a shield from this information. It was really, really very powerful. So um, what do you want to do with your life? Um, I'm not exactly sure yet. I've, I've loved to be a pilot, maybe historian. I've always loved history. I've also thought like there's been a tiny dream, like being an astronaut, but that's not like a real. Yeah, we one. didn't go to space. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, yeah. so uh, uh, why do you want to go to space? I just think it'd be crazy because it's just, a, uh, don't know. We've done it before, but it's still monumental every single time oh my we gosh, do yeah. it. And just like, I don't know, the feeling of being an astronaut, going to space, like something like that would just be like the coolest thing ever. You optimistic for the future? Yes. Good for you. Good for you. Thank you so much for coming in and thanks for... Thank uh, you for having me. Yeah, you bet. Um, uh, I will tell you, it's an interesting time that we live in um, because we are living in what the World Economic Forum is calling the fourth industrial revolution. And it is. It's what I've said for 25 years. There's going to come a time that just like we had the industrial revolution where we were all farmers and then 120 years later we have electricity and uh and uh cars and we're living in cities that change that huge huge change is coming uh and it'll be in a 10-year period and we are in that 10-year period now and people don't understand how fast it's going to change and the good news is it's up to us. It is either going to be, he's either going to go into space and he won't go to the moon. He'll go to Mars and beyond. We are at the technological turning point to where man can seed the stars in my lifetime or we'll destroy ourselves. It is that clear. We will either set ourselves back to the stone age or we will become uh, explorers like we've never been before. It's an exciting time. It's terrifying, terrifying. But it's also a exciting time when I meet somebody your age, like you, that is rooted in the things that are true, um, have a handle, um, and quite honestly, are not as old and cranky as me. So... Thank you so much. Back in just a second. First, our sponsor this half hour is Patriot Mobile. Got to tell you, Patriot Mobile, I had dinner with them uh, last night. They actually, and I didn't even know this, we hit a snag bringing everything out. We had one 18-wheeler tractor trailer, and it was completely packed, which we weren't the best planners, apparently. And so we had to find another tractor trailer in like half an hour. Ah. And so we called our friends at Patriot Mobile and said, Rolodex, we need your Rolodex. Do you know anybody? And do you remember the name of the company? Anybody remember? It was like Bradford. I'm sorry, I'm going to butcher it. I'll, I'll say it later so I don't butcher it. Um, but these guys actually were, they're usually the drivers that drive our nuclear weapons. 
And I said, listen, you're driving, you know, really important stuff. They're like, dude, usually it's something that can vaporize us and the city we're driving through. We're good. Um, but Patriot Mobile were the ones that helped us uh, on that. They are in the fight right alongside of you and me in our own neighborhoods. They're really tremendous people. They're the only Christian conservative wireless phone provider. Uh, and they're growing bigger and bigger every day because people know I, I don't want to send my money to, let's say, Verizon and have them send their money to um, Planned Parenthood. I don't want to do that. I'm looking for people that are not woke. They're awake. Patriot Mobile, they are the people and they give you the same great coverage because they're on the same cell towers. They make it easy for you to switch. You can keep your phone and your number. PatriotMobile.com slash Beck or call 878-PATRIOT. 878-PATRIOT. Get free activation today with the offer code Beck. PatriotMobile.com. This is the Glenn Beck Program. I don't know about you, but I'm a big uh, home title head. And what that means basically is I, you know, constantly are check. I'm just checking my home's title like every like week or so. And I'm always checking it out. I, I have a big record as to when I've looked at it. You know, I take pictures of myself and home videos looking at my home title because I'm just cool like that. You might not be that way, though. Maybe you're not a home title head. If you're not, you might need home title lock. Home title lock can make sure that your home title is protected uh, no matter what is going on. So you don't have to check it like me every few days just for fun. You can just, I don't know, relax, have solace in the idea that maybe Home Title Lock is doing that for you. Because home title theft is one of the biggest growing crimes in America. And some homeowners have seen their houses be bulldozed uh, by people uh, because they thought they had bought their home. I mean, it wasn't even their fault. They, they thought they had gone through a normal purchase process. Instead, they had bought it from someone who was not even the actual rightful owner because of home title theft. You can protect yourself from this crime by going to hometitlelock.com. It'll put a shield around your home's title. And if you right now sign up uh, and use the promo code uh, BECK, you can go to hometitlelock.com and be protected for 30 risk-free days and then protect yourself going forward at HomeTitleLock.com, HomeTitleLock.com. The code is back at HomeTitleLock.com. Welcome to the Glenn Beck Program, live from St. George, Utah, where they are building Liberty Village. Uh, and we'll have more on that coming up. Um, let, me, uh, let me talk to Stu about the CNN tape that came out yesterday about uh donald trump it's amazing yeah how these anti-donald trump things just kind of just leak out of the justice department oh Weird. cnn's doing their journalism glenn you know they were able to exclusively what... uh, get a hold of this tape and i mean it's interesting right. how they continue to be able to do this because this was from what, mark meadows uh, book interview so like uh -huh. wouldn't you wouldn't uh -huh. think that mark meadows was turning it over uh, my guess Doesn't is... Doesn't Mark Meadows work yeah, he <laughs> for was, Donald Trump He was still? the chief of staff. Yeah. Uh, so uh, you would yeah. think that, that he would be doing that. It's interesting that all these things, this locked down Department of Justice, they just will not, 
you know, let anyone no. in because they're just their investigations are too tight lipped yes. until the moment they yeah. can leak anything against Donald Trump. And then all of it comes out right. to the media. It is fascinating how that continues to happen over and over and over again. Yeah, well, we can't tell you anything. We're not going to comment or we can't reveal anything about Hunter Biden. It's a it's an ongoing investigation. Right. They never so they couldn't. Even, how did they uh, how did we have that email on Hunter Biden that you know, said, I'm sitting next to dad. We want to know where our money is. We didn't know about that for three years, but tape from Donald Trump. Oops. Yeah. Oops. Where did I, I thought I had that in the safe. We just found Gosh, out darn it. that it, that it was what November of 2019 that they verified the contents mm-hmm. of the laptop were real. And yet they allowed the media to run with the narrative that it was Russian disinformation for years. For years they were able to no, do no. that. No, no, they, they didn't allow. They encouraged. Sure. At the same time, the uh, national, security, uh, national security firms, all of them got together that said, sure looks like it to me, when the FBI knew mm-hmm. and had verified it uh, 13 months before the election yep they had verified it that business was done and it went on and on and on and on as a narrative and every mainstream media source that it was russian disinformation and obviously russian disinformation and yet they knew the whole time and that never leaked out that didn't leak out to the media they never seemed to cover that yet here we are yet again this this is leaking out and i don't know that it really says anything different i mean it the only thing you might say is that it verifies that the transcript in the um indictment was relatively accurate i mean so these events did seem Mm -hmm. to occur although trump never denied them he just said that something else was going on so i don't know that we learn much from it but it is fascinating how this happens what we what we learned is the justice department is running pr for the white house keep hunter biden's name out of the news and uh, here's another distraction. Look at this shiny thing. Look at this shiny thing. That's that's all they're doing. We're going to talk about uh, Hunter Biden and what's really going on, because there's a there's a couple of disturbing things that came out yesterday. Um, and we'll do that uh, at the top of the hour. But I. I uh, it's amazing to watch people's reaction you know i laid my money down on the table and i i i'm betting on two states to stand up one of them is texas and we're mm, we're okay uh the other one is idaho and we're mm, okay however something really positive came out of idaho yesterday i don't know if you saw this the uh the gop passed a, a bill uh, I'm trying to remember how it word. I'm, I've got it. I'll, I'll share it um, uh, word for word uh, probably next hour. But they passed a bill saying uh, the FBI is a corrupt organization. And I believe it went as far as saying it should be shut down. That I mean, I've heard everybody in the media talk for years. Bill Clinton, it's a constitutional crisis. I don't know. I think we're actually in one right now. Can somebody mention that? What happens when states start to not recognize the FBI? The Glenn Beck Program. 